We've been told this story that if you check all the boxes, if you do all these great things, then you will be happy. But why do so many of us still feel unfulfilled? Welcome to Wealth and Liberty, where we give you the education, tools, and solutions to go from feeling unrewarded to becoming autonomous with three simple concepts to guide us. Identity, self-development, and financial control. Welcome back to another episode of Wealth and Liberty. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a continuation of the first episode where we talked about the general wealth and liberty philosophy. So if you haven't listened to that yet, be sure you go back and listen to that first, because today I'm going to break down one of the first pillars or one of the pillars, um, identity, and why it's so important to, to recognize you can take control of your identity, and it's not probably what you thought it was. Um, and so that's why you need to listen to this show. But first, uh, want to remind you that these shows are brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. And our motto is, while financial advisors help you plan for retirement, we help you plan for who you want to become. And so you can learn more at usvetwealth.com and, and go down to the bottom because we're promoting new free action classes where we're going to get together uh try to maximize this craziness that's going on with coronavirus and everybody being stuck at home and create an educational um, uh, self-development networking event kind of all in one. This is really a hybrid model. I've never seen anything like this out there, Uh, but everybody's seen a lot of new ways of doing stuff. So uh, it should be fun and we make sure you're inviting people uh, to those action classes if you're going to come uh, yourself and invite them to listen to the show as well. We, we can only grow if you help us promote it. So thanks for listening as always and enjoy today's show. Very cool. So you have shared a couple of ideas of what it would take to aspire to be an autonomous leader. And with Wealth and Liberty, we have three pillars on what we believe can help you aspire to be an autonomous leader. Let's go through those three pillars. So basically, in order to go from being an unrewarded veteran to an autonomous leader, typically what we have in our, like, quote unquote, American system or what's considered the right system, the right way of being successful. And usually that has to do with you're following a career path. So that's our education system. And that means, you know, going to school, get good grades, going to college, getting good grades, getting whatever degrees and basically get a good job title with a good salary. And that's considered a career path. And which really is the culmination of our education system is essentially self-development. And usually there's something in there. And then, you know, that equates to if you do it right, quote unquote, right. You get paid well enough where if you save your money into a you know, retirement based system where you pay your taxes, so you pay your taxes, you get your benefits wrapped into your job. So, okay, something, all that kind of stuff's being taken care of police, police and roads and, and, you know, apparently your education system for your kids, something's going on there with taxes war. And then, you know, your, your retirement savings, that's taken care of too by this stock market guy and stuff. And, you know, one day I'll just be able to stop working, 
but you know, I like my job, but blah. And so essentially everybody's kind of wrapped in to those bubbles. They can do the best job at each one of those. And usually they're really missing their identity at that point because they've gotten such a label put on them. And I think this happens everywhere. And in the military, it's very easy, of course, with, you know, you got a uniform and a rank. You know, your name's on there somewhere, but it's camouflaged, so you can barely see it. So, you know, what is really your identity? It's your MOS, it's your job description. And that's what they tell you to translate into your civilian job. So we get into our civilian job, and this is what happened to me. I got labeled the financial advisor guy, which I did not feel good about that, confident, professional, whatever. But it really kind of messed with me even when I was making more money and had financial autonomy and and was still going to these self-development seminars. When I still had that identity of financial advisor, veteran, miserable, like I, I, until I just broke away, it was like, do not call me a financial advisor. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. And just went totally against the grain and, and identified with who I was aspiring to be. Did I finally get the balance where I was like, okay, now I know, you know, the work I need to put in or the things I want to focus on to pull this off and the sacrifices I'm going to have to make and the things I'm going to have to say, goodbye to and you know people places things whatever and so that's usually the struggle that happens and the status quo is that nobody really chooses to identify an aspirational identity that they want to build for so they keep their financial control and their self-development actually really within a very very narrow risky world that they think is the correct path but when you stay just in the corporate world it's like all of a sudden you're getting laid off and stuff and then the market's flipping and coronavirus and everybody's stuck at home it's like what do you do and then on the flip side of it though you know a lot of times people will kind of have an identity and actually do well professionally a lot of salespeople, a lot of realtors you know you know kind of financial advisor the ones that the very very few that pull it off uh contractors who are making you know pretty good money and in their specific skill set. That's awesome, but they're not really doing the true self-development to break out of into their creativity, their other skill sets. So they're always tied to that very, very specific identity, which really isn't much different than, you know, having a rank or, or something like that. And so that also then limits and caps their financial potential. Right. So you got to have the real growth that ties in with your mindset and then the modern tools and technologies and and just the modern world, modern economy to really balance that one out. And then, of course, you can have you be growing and have an identity like a super, super yoga person or whatever. But if you're not making any money, you know, how much impact can you really have from what you want to do? And that's unfortunately another place where the kind of the starving artists and the creatives tie in or a lot of veterans who are just like, I just want to give back. I just want to give back. It's like, cool, but wouldn't it be better to give back more? And you can do that when you're paying attention to a financial strategy that's not based on that fixed income salary mindset. When people coming from that mindset 
feel like they need to volunteer and they're sacrificing their salary time. Like that's how they equate it. Their time is equal to money. So if I want to sacrifice or if I want to volunteer, therefore I need to sacrifice my time for money. It stays in that same mindset of just work time for money. It's like, it doesn't have to have anything to do with one or the other. You can make an asset, you know, multiply if it's you know, positioned creatively. And, you know, right now your asset, your best capital is you, your human capital, your knowledge. How do you position yourself to multiply? And then, you know, figure out how to turn that into money as you go, as needed. If you don't know yet, lots of ways to do monetization, you know, if only it means getting you a better job or a job. You know, that's also considered monetization. Think about yourself not as an employee always, but as a contractor. Why not? Because then if you're on a contract as an employee, your mindset's always like, well, cool. What if I got another contract on the weekends, evenings? See, most employees are just so tied to the thing. They close off all their other opportunities. And that's very risky these days. Like get a good salary job, but have some sort of awareness within your family, you know, or your household at least that one of you is tying into some sort of small business opportunity. Try to stay away from multi-level marketing if you can, but even that, at least you're learning some sort of skills around becoming more autonomous. It's hard to do, but nothing's harder than getting laid off when the entire economy and 20 million people went out of work in one month. Sorry, right now, that fact I've been quote unquote unemployed for five years. So that doesn't really bother me. I don't, I can see why a lot of people are very, very scared and freaking out right now, even if I had kids, but I don't know how to have any attachment to that whatsoever because I just chose to be, you know, off the grid in a way, you know, with no regrets in that, yeah, once I didn't have to answer to any sort of oversight, right? So once I technically didn't have any other oversight by going completely independent, which is a lot harder to do in a lot of careers than you think, like you can be a doctor, right? Well, you're answering to a lot of people, you know, cause there's the, you know, the boards and the, you've got to be a part of some group and associations and stuff like that. Right. So, you know, that happens at a lot of levels. So it's really, really hard to go completely independent but that's what the internet age all of a sudden offered. And, and that's essentially what these bloggers and YouTubers are. They're just, hey, everybody, this is me. This is what I talk about. You know, if you want to listen, listen. If not, no big deal. And so that's blown up where you know, thousands, if not millions of you know, people have started opportunities for themselves simply because they could. <laughs> when before, that just wasn't available. I think it was an awesome description of our first pillar identity that all of a sudden, you know, as we're working toward our careers or as we establish careers, we get this label slapped on us at the expense of our identity. And so everything that you brought up about that revolves around identity, I think. Well, we keep adding labels too. Yeah. And we keep adding labels. Because once you get, you know, what was your degree in college? Yeah. Right. What, what branch did you serve in the military? Mm-hmm. Did you go special forces or not? Right, exactly. It's like, you know, these labels, you know, we always think about, you know, in the social justice times we live in, 
you know, we always think labels are always about colors and genders and such, right? But it's labels don't stop. To what end? You know, how many cars do you have in your driveway? You know, there's so many ways that people, you know, judge each other. And so it's best not to get stuck, you know, down that rabbit hole if you can. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Here's what you can expect on the next episode of Wealth and Liberty. And I think you bring up a really good point because we're going to get labeled whether we like it or not, but we can choose to label ourselves or rewrite our narrative and or choose a different way to title ourselves. So with that said, I want to talk about our next pillar. Just understanding how people label you doesn't define you. And more importantly, and more importantly, in order to become autonomous, it means having to choose your own narrative and choose your own label. And depending on where you are in life, that will change. And so why don't we get into the next pillar, which in a sense gives you permission to choose your own label or choose your own path or even pivot, which is self-development. Thanks for listening to Wealth and Liberty and choosing to learn how to live an autonomous life. Please leave us a review on iTunes and share the show with a friend who you know needs to hear this message. Remember to subscribe at wealthandliberty.us and connect with me, Scott R. Tucker, on LinkedIn.